You are listening to the Hello Moonchild podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about dreams. All kinds of dreams. Bad dreams, nightmares, recurring dreams, daydreams, wet dreams, (laughs) all that stuff. So buckle up and stay awake. Please don't fall asleep. And if you do, pause it so you can come back. Let's get started. What's up, you guys? Happy freaking March. It is a new month. <sighs> Already freaking March, man. I can't wait till October. Am I the only one that's, like, excited about, like, hella months from now? I cannot be because I love October. It's my birthday month. Halloween. It's almost Thanksgiving. And it's a great month. So, but we are not in October yet. We are in March. I don't know where you guys are located at, but this weather is insanity. So I'm in Tennessee and like this past week, like the week that just left, it was so shiny, sunshiny. Well, it wasn't shiny. It was sunshiny and pretty and warm, like 70 degrees. And then bam, like it's friggin' cold. Like it's 48 degrees. I thought when I got up this morning, it was like, hmm. I thought it was like 70, not gonna lie, not sure if I was like, I was a little half asleep, but I feel like it was like in the 70s, and it just dropped, like literally, it's cold, it's all windy, Um, it's kind of tornado season here in Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, I've only been living here for like three years, so I'm not really sure what the weather's like, you know, I haven't really been paying attention to exactly like the um, patterns, but what I do know, one thing's for sure, if you guys ever, like whoever's not from Tennessee or doesn't live here, if you guys ever are going to come to visit here, make sure that you pack something to swim in, a sweater, a jacket, some rain boots, some snow boots, a snow jacket, and summer clothes. And if you're staying here for more than two days, pack all that shit times fucking two because you just never know like every fucking week is all four seasons kid you not so yeah anywho in today's episode i'm going to be covering dreams now for those of you guys who know me personally i always like i dream a lot okay i dream all the fucking time and um i know a lot of people don't really remember their dreams But supposedly, everyone dreams. It's just some people may not remember what they dreamt about the night before. Um, Sometimes, like, sometimes you'll wake up and you'll be like, I know that I had a dream, but I don't remember what it was about. Well, me, on the other hand, I don't know if it's been since I've been sober, like I haven't been doing drugs, that I am able to remember my dreams. And it's so crazy because... I not only do like I remember my dreams, but for some reason, like for a while, for the first like year and a half, maybe like shit, two years, I've been dreaming about being back in San Bernardino. Like it almost started to feel like astral travel because I remember everything. It'd be people that I knew. I remembered places. Um, Like I can actually feel certain feelings 
And unfortunately, like I would be dreaming about not only just being back in San Bernardino, but like dreaming about like actually getting high. And it was like, I'd wake up like, ah, no. And I was conscious enough in my dreams to be like, I've been sober for so long. Now I'm about to get high. Like this is going to fuck it up. And then like, and then like part of me be like, well, you're dreaming. So, and it's like, no, fucking self. Like we're not doing this. And I'd wake up like in a cold sweat. Like, ah, am I still sober? Yes, I'm still fucking sober. So, um, I, I have a lot. I do remember my dreams and someone had told me maybe you should try to write them down, you know? keep a record of your dreams but and I tried to actually like there's so many different methods of like remembering your dreams I guess you can you know have a dream journal where you physically write I personally have a hard time with waking up in the middle like in the middle of the night or whenever I have my dream like I have a really hard time with getting up accessing a pen finding my notepad and then not only just that but like uncrossing my eyes enough to be able to write legibly because <laughs> I, if when I wake up, like I do not see, I'm not seeing, I'm just using the good sense God gave me. I'm the reason why I'm able to maneuver around my room when I first wake up is because I remember exactly where everything is at. I, I can't see shit. So it was really hard for me to actually write it down. So what I started doing was I actually started taking voice notes Um, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and like immediately after my dream and I'll be like, today is such and such. And I'll just go off my dream start. And sometimes, you know, you, you run the risk of falling asleep (laughs) while you're explaining your dream like I do. But this app that's on my phone, is just like a voice recorder that came on my Android phone. Hey, for the team Android. Um, it like you you can like cut out the silence so that worked really well for me because (laughs) there's parts where I'm just like like oh shit wait (laughs) I'm in a voice recording so um but it's it's worth it just to and I go back and listen to them and after you realize like there's you're never gonna actually get everything down in the dream you'll never be able to get every single point in your dream because it'll go away And then, like, you record it, and you're like, damn, I forgot to put that one little part in there that whatever happened. But for the most part, it's it's really helped me with kind of identifying, like, and pinpointing what's going on in my life. So I am an avid dream fucking recorder. It works for me. And then I go back and listen to them. It sounds like mumble jumble sometimes but I'm I, I understand and I don't know it's pretty freaking cool so um I've I've always had I've always dreamt though I say that I started remembering my dreams after I got off the of drugs but before I got on drugs like when I was a child like I would have these recurring dreams crazy crazy recurring dreams and um one of the dreams was like I would go to my cousin there would be like this dock right there's this dock and there was this tree house and I would go up to the dock I would walk down the dock to the tree house and I would peek in climb up a little bit and I would see my cousins and my aunt um like my second cousins because they're all older than me like looking in like hanging out in this tree house and I would I'd want to get in that tree house so bad for years I wanted in that fucking tree house like you bitches let me in this tree house well 
when I became an adult, the last time I had that dream, I walked down that fucking dock. I was like, these hoes are going to let me in this treehouse. And I climbed up that treehouse and I looked and they were all dead in their underwear and bloody. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I know that it has to do with certain type of symbolisms and stuff. And, you know, but it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Finally, I'm able to get into this fucking tree house and you bitches are dead. It was so scary. And it was so traumatic for me. It was really like just it threw me for a loop. And I had to kind of reflect. I had to kind of talk about my dreams. I don't remember who I was talking with that kind of like help me put it into perspective well these are people that you've looked up to your whole life you know these are you know you've watched these women grow up and you've always wanted to you know you've always wanted to kind of be like them so to speak you know you admire your cousins your you know your sisters and stuff like that and you kind of want to be like them well it was I feel like it was a little bit symbolism for when you grow up you come into your own person and you see that they're not perfect that they have their flaws too and it was kind of like death to my child self that wanted to be like them and more or less be myself so that's kind of what I took out of that dream I think about that dream all the time and it's really weird but that's not the only reoccurring dream that I've ever had I've had another reoccurring dream where I still actually have this dream so the dream that I have it's okay so I've had a couple so also when I was a little younger I would always have this dream about this house and it was an old house a two-story house and in my dreams it was my great-grandmother's house and but my great-grandmother's house it was not two-story but the two-story house I would go in it and there was up like you go up the stairs and like the room was so immaculate it was like a Victorian almost kind of like um, you know, like the very old fashioned, how everything is really nice and like pristine. It just really gave me Victorian, like rustic mm-hmm. vibes. And that's how the room would look, but I could, would never go in it. I was always so afraid to go in it. And there was this Chester, this, this cedar chest that was sitting at the edge of the bed and there was like a canopy just really really fucking nice and I never could go in it I would just always go up there and they had this like huge fucking window almost like a stained glass window and I just was always scared to go in it well I remember one day in my dream I had actually went inside I went up there and it was just the most beautiful thing I had ever like experienced and um I remember one time in real life I had I went with my aunt somewhere in Hanford I believe Hanford California um which I'm originally from California the Central Valley so I went with her somewhere to some house and it reminded me it gave me the fucking creeps because it really reminded me of my of that that house in my dream well I kind of stopped having that dream but now I have a dream to where there's a room like there's a house it's always a fucking house and there's a little like square in the wall and the square in the wall um opens it's like a little hatch thing that opens and you have to kind of crawl in it and when you crawl in it you'll go like you close it and there's sometimes it's go it you climb to the top and sometimes like you go down into it it just varies and it depends on the dream but like it's a safe haven and I go in there and I'm fucking safe and it's like a whole nother room it's almost like 
an attic, but not, I don't know. It's just crazy. And every time I have a dream where there's something that happens or like there's turmoil or something, or if I have a bad dream, I crawl in that fucking room and I'm safe. And then I wake up and I don't understand. Like I, I'm still kind of sifting through that dream and like going through my, the recordings of my previous dreams to kind of find out a little bit about, um, what exactly that, that room could be. And then my, my mom was telling me that it could be like, that's where I'm safe. This house represents, but I like, it's always, it's, I don't never really have any details about the house. It's more or less about that little bitty room. And every time I have a dream and like something goes down, you know, I crawl into that fucking room and it still happens. So, um, I'll share with you guys. I'll be sharing with y'all some of my dreams. I just have to like put them together and like make them make sense because when I record them, like I said before, it's it's mumble jumble. Um, it, it's pretty crazy. But um, we'll go back. I'll come back to recurring dreams. But first, I want to talk about nightmares. Everybody fucking has them. We've all had nightmares. I've had nightmares. I actually have not had a nightmare um, in a while, to be honest with you, it's been a minute, but they do happen. Um, so I was reading a, an article from the sleep org, and it was written by Eric Suni and it was reviewed by Dr. Watch me slaughter this Dr. Um, <laughs> Abinov Singh, Dr. Abinov Singh whatever sorry sorry dude like (laughs) just add you to the list of people's names that I fucking slaughter and I don't know if it's because I can't pronounce his name or if it's because I can't read my writing because I'm reading my notes but um so a nightmare is basically like a bad dream but worse okay nightmares basically cause you to wake up they're like basically vivid dreams that are threatening, upsetting, or like bizarre or really bothersome. Sometimes you'll wake up in a cold sweat, stuff like that. Um, and they happen mostly during the REM stage of your sleep, which is the rapid eye movement um, stage of your sleep cycle, which is associated with intense dreaming. And um, usually in a nightmare, in a nightmare, it, in a nightmare, it's normal to be aware of what's going on in your dream. Like you're like, holy shit, this is going down, which I think intensifies like the scariness of it. It intensifies like the way it makes you feel. Um, and then when you wake up from a nightmare, you tend to feel anxious and upset and you have those feelings, those feelings that happened in your nightmare carry over you know, to your waking state. Um, now there's people who actually have constant fucking nightmares, like constant all the time, just waking up just in a fucking shit show, you know, like every time you go to sleep, it's a shit show. And to be honest with you, if that would happen to me, I would not want to go to sleep. I would not want to sleep because every time I go to sleep, there's a nightmare. Um, that's actually a sleeping disorder, a type of sleeping disorder. It's actually called parasomnia to have frequent nightmares. Um, so I'm not going to get too much into what parasomnia is because that's a whole nother, like, it's a lot of information. It's like, it was like going down a rabbit hole while I was doing my research and like finding out a little bit more because, you know, 
these types of things of dreams are like a phenomena, you know, they're like things that happen. We don't, how can we explain things like this? Um, but parasomnia, um, there's different like types of parasomnia where you like sleepwalking, night terrors, abnormal sexual behaviors. Um, so according to this article, 47% of college students have had one nightmare in the past two weeks. Yeah. Because those fucking exams ain't no joke. <laughs> Keeping up with that fucking C average or above GPA just to keep that fucking financial aid, that shit is no joke. I would have nightmares too. When I was in school, I used to actually dream about my schoolwork. Even with work, I used to fucking dream about like taking calls or like whatever job that I was doing but yeah so 47% of college students have at least had two excuse me one nightmare in the past two weeks so that's actually quite a lot of nightmares not gonna lie like it's supposedly I don't know if that's normal but that's kind of a lot um now nightmare disorder is less common in adults so there's about two to eight percent of adults have problems with nightmares so not very many so mostly like younger people Um, I know it has a lot to do with like PTSD, like things that have happened, kind of like traumas that may have happened in your life and you may have like, um, you may relive them in your sleep when you're in your, um, you know, cause when you're sleeping, that's your more vulnerable stage. Like you're more vulnerable. You don't, um, that's when you like things can kind of like your body is not active, you know, it's all in your, it's all your mind. So it's kind of a trip. There's really no explanation as to why we have nightmares. Like I said before, there's different factors, like contributing factors that play into them. Um, I know some experts believe that dreaming is part of, um, as part of the method for processing emotion. So bad dreams may be, um, a component of emotional response to fear and past trauma. Like I said before, like if you've um, suffering from PTSD from maybe like a really traumatic situation that you've been in or an experience that you've had, um, it's very, very much likely to have nightmares about it. Um, maybe you are like, there's things in your life that are going on that you kind of, that are stressing you out or that you're kind of suppressing and maybe those can manifest themselves into your dreams and you know maybe some unfinished business that you have don't die because you'll come back a fucking ghost okay nobody wants nobody wants to be a fucking ghost um what causes them so like what causes nightmares so again so stress and anxiety uh, mental health conditions you know that's always a contributing factor certain drugs and medications now i will say this Whenever I smoke weed before I go to bed, I do not fucking dream. I cannot dream. I do not remember my dreams. So that's why I had to slow down on I stopped smoking weed after a certain after a certain hour of the day. Like after 7 p.m. I will not smoke. Um because I want I have a desire to remember my dreams. I want to remember them. So if I don't smoke, then I'll, I'll, I know that I will dream and then I'll go ahead and remember them. Sometimes though, like I'll remember it and it'll just be like, what the fuck was that even about? It won't be anything like meaningful, but I'll still like, um, kind of jot it down or like record myself as to what the dream was about. And sometimes like I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh damn, I had a dream. 
And I smoked weed last night. Cool. And then by the time I get ready to record it, I cannot remember it. So that kind of checks out. Um, also, withdrawal, withdraw, withdrawal. <laughs> when you have withdrawals from certain medications, that can also, um, that can also kind of impact and have, um, you know, cause you to have nightmares and stuff. It just depends. I'm not really familiar with how certain medications do. I know maybe some like antidepressants or something like that. Maybe some narcotics for like pain medicine and shit. All, I mean, medicine is medicine. It's all fucking like weird as shit. Like, yeah, you want to cure your headache? Yeah, take this Primera Verilop. It will help cure your headache, but you'll lose your fingers. You won't be able to shit right for a week. You'll lose your smell. You can't have a baby. You'll grow a penis if you have a vagina. Vice versa if you have a penis. Um, however, ask your doctor if this medicine is right for you. So literally I don't really fuck with them so I don't really know what medications will cause that but I would imagine that there's you know certain types that would kind of induce that um also sleep deprivation can cause nightmares which kind of goes hand in hand what I said earlier if I had nightmares all the fucking time if I had like that para um that sleep disorder that parasomnia shit I would not I would not want to fucking sleep but it would be like having six in one hand, half a dozen in the other credits to my grandma, um, where it's like a revolving circle. So I don't want to sleep because I have nightmares, but I have nightmares because I don't sleep. You know what I mean? So uh, sleep deprivation would definitely contribute to nightmares. Sleep deprivation, deprivation can definitely contribute to all kinds of shit. Um, going from taking it from somebody who used to deprive themselves from sleep because of active drug use like nightmares what I didn't have nightmares I would see the shit in plain day like it was just insane but yeah insomnia or sleep deprivation regardless of what it's from can definitely cause them and then also if you have a personal history of nightmares like that's that's kind of something that you know you have to deal with it's it's definitely something that is we need to kind of do more research on. I will be continuing to do more research on that. But definitely nightmares. I don't know. Like, I feel like, personally, there's not a lot of research as to, like, the supernatural cause of nightmares and stuff like that. Um, I know I feel like when we sleep and because when we're asleep is one of the most vulnerable states that our body can be in. I feel like that is a way for, you know, um, things in the, in, from other frequencies or from another dimension, so to speak, um, can kind of infiltrate our bodies and our minds because I mean, spiritual warfare is a fucking thing. And I don't mean necessarily like Christians against other religions. I mean, more or less like, you know, the spiritual realm. There's so much that we don't know about the spiritual realm. And a lot of the things, the people that we, you know, that we, that we are, that we choose to be around and the company that we keep, the people that we have sex with, you know, if you're the type of person that has sex with multiple partners, it's really fucking important to understand that when you have sex with somebody, whether you have unprotected sex or not, 
You're still transferring energy. You're still swapping energies with that person. And we all have things attached to us, whether they're good or they're bad or whatever the fuck they are. We still have things that attach to us. And when you become one with somebody, you allow for those energies, for those spirits or whatever the fuck they have on them to attach to you, even for just that moment. And a piece of that shit can just stay behind, you know, or it can leave that person and leave and and stay on you. So let's say we have lots of multiple fucking partners. We're just fucking everybody. Okay. I know people. And (laughs) so when that happens, it's all those different spirits, all those energies. You know what I mean? Just the darkness, the light, just everything. And I think that that can definitely be a contributing factor to having nightmares and shit like you're, you know, or, or maybe there's just things going on around you, um, that you're not, um, maybe aware of in your waking state and then your mind is trying to put it together while you're asleep and it manifests itself into a nightmare or it could be just kind of like your biggest fears oops your you know the fears that you have in everyday life or something that is really really fucking bothering you something that's heavy on your heart and it manifests itself into a fucking nightmare there's really no telling and i um It's kind of hard to decipher your dreams just right off bat. It takes a lot of, you know, reflection and meditation to kind of understand what your dreams are trying to tell you. Because some people will say dreams are, they're nothing. They don't mean anything. And then other people will tell you, like, pay attention to your dreams, write them down. Um, You know, see if you can, if you can kind of dissect them and, and see what, see what the root cause is but if anybody out there if you guys have issues with nightmares or have recurring dreams or anything like that write that shit down and self-reflect self-reflect think about what it is that you're going through or what the hell maybe somebody said some bullshit to you and it's just been bothering you or you're worried about something and you know you start having you start having these batshit crazy ass dreams So yeah, there's a lot of different contributing factors to nightmares. Um, I think, so there's um, another reason why people could be having nightmares could be because maybe there's a witch you pissed off somewhere and, you know, people do attack via dreams. There are witches who are dream witches who actually, you know, can, you know, enter your dreams and do their little magic and fuck with you. So just keep an eye on that. Um, so next we're going to talk about recurring dreams. I've been kind of waiting to get on this subject because of course I kind of started off the, um, I started the episode off talking about recurring dreams. So, um, I was looking at, I would kind of did some research and then I was looking at a, um, an article from science alert. Um, and it was by Claudia Picker Deland and Tor Nelson from the conversation. And basically recurring dreams often occur like during times of stress or over long periods of time, which I feel like we talked about already. Um, It's definitely possible to have recurring dreams over this, you know, the course of a couple of weeks, a couple of months, even like a couple, you know, a few years. And uh, because I, I know that like a couple of my dreams I've had for years and yeah, so that's, 
That's definitely possible. Um, these dreams have the same theme. And they can also repeat the same narrative over and over every single night. Like, it's not funny, but it's funny because I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, if I had the same dream every night, I would get so bored. Either that or I would be, like, really not looking forward to going to sleep. Unless it was, like, a good recurring dream where it's like, I knew, I know shit's finna go down i know it's gonna be fucking bomb but not if it's gonna be like a scary recurring dream because you can have a nightmare that's recurring and if you do you have my sympathy like that's that's pretty tough but the majority of recurring dreams have negative content involving emotions such as fear sadness anger or guilt which makes a lot of sense because i mean so with my recurring dreams with the one the one that i have now with the like the little hole in the wall like the the little door way that's in the wall that i think stems from fear i know for a fact it stems from fear because every time your girl is scared like and someone's after me i run and i hide in that bitch and as soon as i get in it it's smooth sailing like i am not afraid at all so that's um dropping shit so that kind of checks out um I'm, the majority of recurring dreams i just read that so my bad damn my notes so more than half of recurring dreams involve a situation where the dreamer is in danger now just like i said so with my dreams that i have now holy shit like they're not always scary but like i'm running from some shit like i am trying to hide like i've got to get away and that's you know, I, I'm glad that I have that little safe haven, but I'm kind of curious as to what the hell that door represents. But we will find out as soon as I come to the climax of my dream. Um, whenever that could be, could be tomorrow, could be 30 years from now. Ah, that's a long time. Um, so recurring dreams can also be positive, just like I had just said, even euphoric, such as dreams where we discover new rooms in our house, erotic dreams, or where we fly. So when I say erotic dreams, I, please don't think because you've been visited by a fucking incubus and you got your rocks off that that's a fucking good dream. If, if you are having, if you have been being visited by an incubus or a succubus and like it's a recurring thing that's not a recurring erotic dream that's a recurring like you need help and be careful see someone about that because they will literally suck your life force out and it may feel good to bust that nut in your sleep or whatever the hell happens it might be scary i don't really know anyways <laughs> it's sunday um but yeah, either way, <laughs> that's that's not an erotic dream. So I just want to put that out there because I know that there's probably a few people who are like, oh, well, you know, this I have recurring dreams about like, like I visited by an incubus and I see it all the time and people are like, they try and invoke those. And it's like, no, honey, don't do that. So anyway, so um, Erotic dreams where you know, it's a right, you know, just a regular ass dream, not where you're actually being visited and being like seduced by a deity or, a, you know, not a deity, but a fucking entity. Um, I feel like some of the like my dream, my little door in the wall, my mini door in the wall dream, because all doors are in the wall. 
I feel like that has a little bit of happiness in it too, because as soon as I get in that motherfucker, I'm like, whew, I just feel so good. It's a really good feeling. Um, anywho, recurring dreams that begin in childhood can persist into adulthood. Uh, these dreams may disappear over a few years and then reappear um, in the presence of like a new source of stress or anxiety and then disappear again when the situation is over. And that makes sense. You know, like we'll take the, my childhood dream where I found all my cousins and my aunt in a treehouse dead. Um, I feel like that wasn't necessarily fear, but once I got over the longing and the wanting, or um, maybe it was a little bit of fear. Like I feared, like I was missing out. Like I was afraid to miss out, which I, you know, in retrospect, I wasn't missing out. It was just not my turn, my time to be on their level yet. And so when I did become, you know, of the sound age to where I was aware of myself, I was like, you know, it, fuck it. <laughs> I don't need to be like them. Like I'm my own self. And then that's when that reoccurring dream stopped. So if you, you know, maybe if you don't have a certain recurring dream anymore, that's just reflect and perhaps you overcame that. And kudos and hats off to you. Okay. So also theme like themes tend to be the same from person to person. So like there might be a few people who will dream, have a recurring dream about being chased or having a recur or having a recurring dream about falling or um whatever. It, it's it's it can be the same between person to person, which I find really interesting because I know that I'm not the only person who found a door in the wall, a mini door on the wall. You know what I mean? So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, one possible explanation for that is that some of these scripts uh, have been perceived in humans due to the evolutionary advantage they bring. So um, by simulating a threatening situation, the dream of being chased, for example, provides a space for a person uh, to practice perceiving and escaping predators in their sleep. So, you know, it, you're able to, you Get some practice in from getting the fuck away from the crazies, okay? So that that might you might be conditioning yourself to learn how to um kind of get through any type of weird situations, you know. Dreams are freaking they're so amazing, and there's no like there's no definitive answer as to why we have them and what they are. We're you know, it's just it kind of just varies from person to person i think that's what's fucking amazing about them and i wish that i could like go to school and learn about dreams but then it'd probably make me sleepy and i would want to always sleep just like when i used to try an astral project yeah i used to try an astral project or lucid dream and fuck i slept a lot <laughs> i slept a shit ton trying to do that shit but we'll talk about that a little later. So a 2018 study by a research team in Israel found that dreaming of losing one's teeth. Okay, you guys ready for this? Um, dreaming of losing one's teeth was not particularly linked to symptoms of anxiety, but rather associated to teeth clenching during sleep or dental discomfort upon waking. Hmm. Okay. Now that is bona fide fucking creepy. Like, oh my God, I could not... Just the thought of like dreaming that, like imagine like chomping down and all your teeth fall out like a cartoon. So I guess if you guys, I'm sure that there's people that have had dreams like that. Otherwise it, there wouldn't have been a study. Um, if, if, <laughs> if anybody ever has dreams about losing your fucking teeth, not one, maybe not two, 
maybe all of them, even if you just have a dream about losing one, that is probably your subconscious mind telling you, hey, bitch, you need to go to the dentist and get your shit checked out, okay? I mean, we tend to like, our bodies tend to like notify us when something's wrong in different ways. Like if you're too hurting, boom, it's your body telling you to get that shit checked out. Go get it pulled. Maybe you need a filling. Maybe you need a root canal, whatever. Also, our dreams also kind of let us um, give us information about hmm, notifications. They... They kind of give us notifications. Thank you, HP, about, you know, what's going on with our body. Maybe we need to take um, better care and kind of pay a little bit more attention to what's going on. So if you're having dreams about losing your teeth, go to the dentist, please. That is just so weird. I could not even imagine. But when I was younger, my grandma, I remember my grandma told me that she had this really weird dream and she kept brushing her hair. And the more she brushed it, the longer it got. And I remember, I think I had a dream like that one time and I woke up and I was like, Ooh, my hair. And I think I had braids or something, but it was, it was all a dream. <laughs> but even, I, I wouldn't mind like keep on brushing my hair and the shit just continues to grow. That would be really cool. Maybe I'll look and see what the hell that dream means, but I didn't even think about it until now. So, um, some authors have proposed that dreams of falling or flying are caused by our vestibular system, which contributes to balance and can um, reactivate spontaneously during REM sleep. That's pretty cool. So I know for a fact people dream about falling, okay, or flying. I personally have never flown, but I have fallen and I've actually like woke myself up from falling. So that's pretty cool. That kind of makes sense because I, I imagine it's the same thing, like the same way our equilibrium works. So, um, you know, that shit while we're falling, it's kind of, I think that like in our heads, we can feel that because of our vestibular system and maybe our equilibrium, not so much because we are still standing, we're laying still, but that's, that's pretty cool information. Like you're falling and then you wake up and you're like, holy shit. And that's triggered by the same part of your brain that controls your balance. So that's pretty cool. So there's a few different types of like, um, so I have um, a list of like five recurring dreams and what they mean. And these are just not, these are not necessarily set in stone. Don't come for me if you did your own research and, you know, it's not the same as what I suggested today. This is just from my own research that I have done myself. So, um, the first one is <laughs> you're losing your teeth. Ah, here we go again with the teeth losing. I'm sorry, but like I need all of my bones in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't have all the bones in my mouth, but I need the ones that I have. So I would hope not to dream about this. So one interpretation of losing your teeth in your dream is insecurity, um, particularly as, um, as it relates to like major life changes. So let's say you're getting ready to move. Okay. You have this big move coming up and you're really nervous about it and you're a little bit insecure about it. You might just fuck around and have a dream about losing your teeth. Don't lose your shit. Lose your teeth in your dream. Mm, don't do either. <laughs> Just pretend I didn't suggest that, okay? But that's... So 
that's that's kind of cool. I'm actually looking at a big move, not too big of a move, but I'm moving soon. And let's hope that when I go to sleep, I will still have my teeth in my sleep because obviously I'm going to wake up with them, but it's, that can happen. Okay. So let's, that's on the back burner. That's in the back of my head. I'm thinking about that. Also, maybe you're changing careers. You know, maybe you've had the same shitty job for a while and you're looking to change it and you're really nervous. Maybe you have an interview coming up and you're, you feel like, what if I bomb it? You know, what if I suck? And then you have a dream that your teeth are falling out. Um, if you have that dream, just know, like, think about, hey, okay, so what kind of major life changes are happening right now? Am I pregnant? Or like, like, what's going on? I don't, I don't know if you get pregnant and have a dream about losing your teeth. I am the wrong candidate to tell you about those things because I don't know about that. But you know, just a major life change. Maybe you, it's kind of like insurance. Like, you know, you get insurance when you have major life changes. If you have filed a fucking, if you had to change your insurance lately, and then you have a dream about losing your fucking teeth, that kind of correlates between the two. Cause then you have to think about what changed in my life. What's different. What am I nervous about? So, hmm. all right. So the next one is like we talked about a little while ago is that you're falling. So when you dream about falling, um, it's often associated with feeling vulnerable, helpless, or overwhelmed. And that makes sense because when you're falling, there's nothing to grab on, you know, like, like, like think about the dreams. Cause I've had plenty of dreams where I'm like just falling. Okay. I've had them more than once and you just, it, it kind of makes sense. There's nothing to grab on. Like you can't, you know, like you, you can't stand up or you there's like, it's probably you're falling like in a void and you probably don't even notice anything around you. So that kind of makes sense. Um, hopefully, you know, whatever is making you feel vulnerable in your waking state and helpless and overwhelmed, you're able to come to terms with that, realize what it is, and then maybe work on it so that you are able to face it head on. That way you're not falling free falling. <laughs> I had to, oh, I had to, and I hope somebody listening to this did the same thing anyways. So, um, another, the third one would be, um, you're taking a test in school. That's, it's not a bad dream. That's not a bad dream at all. Like that's okay. We're taking a test at school. So, um, no matter what the scenario is, the recurring dream usually means that you're anxious about failing. So let's say it could be anything. It might not even necessarily be that you're taking, like you're scared of failing at school. It could just be something that you're doing in your life right now, um, where there is a possibility that you will fail and that you're going for it and you're afraid you can have a dream that you're taking a test at school, which is maybe not so bad. Like, and I think we need to not be so afraid of failure. Um, I feel like we can just cut out a lot of the bullshit that we put ourselves through because I mean, failure is inevitable. And I feel like in order to succeed, like there cannot be success without failure. And just like you cannot with the, you cannot tell the truth without a lie. Um, there cannot be good without bad. Kind of the same concept. So we need to kind of come to grips with and ex- accept the fact that we might fuck up and fail. But if we fail, then we can just get up and do it the shit again. Okay. So that's my little word of advice for the evening or the day or whatever. Um, so the fourth most common one is that you're being chased. Um, dreams about being chased could mean that you're suppressing a negative emotion. Uh, 
so let's kind of put it into perspective. So let's say, you know, you are, let's say, we'll say dating. Let's say you're dating somebody and, you know, like you know that there's an aspect of your relationship that you're not okay with and that, you know, is, has been bothering you, but you accept it anyways. Um, you, you might have a dream about being chased and that, that could, hold on. I'm making it seem like that's what's going to happen, but I'm just speaking about my own personal, um, experience. I actually, that whole scenario happened to me, like not very long ago, not very recent, but you know, I was not very like the way that the relationship that I was in, the structure, the foundation was not, you know, it was kind of weird. And, you know, my friends listening to this, they're going to be like, yeah yeah fuck yeah it was fucking a but um i did have a dream where i was being chased and i was actually caught like they caught me but i got away because they had me fucked up <laughs> but um you know let's say you don't like the situation that you're in okay let's say that you're maybe your friend is you know in a situation and you're suppressing it that it's gonna always because if you're not speaking on it that's probably your subconscious mind letting you know, like, hey, this is going to continue bothering you. It's always going to be on your fucking heels if you don't speak up. Always speak up if something is not bothering you or something is bothering you and something is not right. If something makes you feel uncomfortable and, you know, having a dream about being chased is a tell sign that of, you know, what you may be going through. So last but not least, the number four five most common recurring dream was that you're being surrounded by insects or bugs. Okay. So dreaming about bugs is a good indicator uh, to change your outlook and try a different way of thinking, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I haven't dreamt about bugs in so long, so I can't really, you know, relate to that. But I will say that it, it's always good to kind of change your outlook on things. And we, the, the way society is now, like the way we, the world we live in, it's changed so much to where like, you know, what was, what was the norm is, you know, there's a new norm of things. And sometimes we get stuck on our old ways and it's hard to um, relate to people. It's kind of hard to relate to situations. Sometimes it's easier just to soften our maybe those bugs. If you dream about a whole bunch of roaches in your house, bitch, maybe you need to soften your fucking heart, okay? Maybe you need to, like, change the way we think because the old way wasn't working. So what's on us to do what we got to do to survive, said Tupac. <laughs> okay, I had to. So, but yeah, like, maybe that's, 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 I don't know. That's a good way. That's a damn good way for the subconscious mind to be like, look, bitch. Get your shit together. Change your fucking ways. Don't be such a judgy bitch. Because if not, we're going to bombard you with bugs. That's fucking perfect. But um, that, that kind of checks out. I'm going to actually look in, look more into that. I can't even recall the last time I've had a dream about bugs. But it's never been a bug infestation or anything. Um, I know like sometimes if you have a dream about fish. If you dream about... This is not on the list, but... Um, if you have a dream about fish, it someone's pregnant, okay? Someone that you know is pregnant. And that is actually one thing that is kind of like um, 
it's almost like a thing that goes on in my family where my aunt will have a dream about fish. And then next thing you know, it, she's fucking calling us trying to figure out who's pregnant. And I'm like, why do you always feel the need to call me? She's like, I had a dream about fish. And I'm just like, oh, fucking K. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Which one of your other nieces are pregnant? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's one of the, maybe it's you. And I'm just like, good. No. And that's been kind of like a thing in our family for the longest, as long as I could remember. Um, so you dream about fish. Yeah. Someone could be pregnant. So the last bit of information about recurring dreams, which is going to bring us to the conclusion of this episode, I'm going to have to break this, um, this dreams episode down into two episodes. So no worries, guys, we still have lots of different dreams to talk about. Um, but so how to stop recurring dreams. So one way to stop them is to reduce the frequency, um, basically by documenting these dreams in a journal and finding ways to interpret the meaning. Uh, that's basically what I do. I, you know, like I said, I don't write them down cause I don't keep a pen and pad by my bed. And when I wake up in the morning, I can't see shit. Okay. <laughs> like I can't see, and I can't English. So I just audio record it. Um, but that's, that's a really good way to just kind of keep track of where you're at as far as like, wh what do you do when you're asleep? Um, sorry, I burped. And I really feel like when we sleep, we travel. There's no way that we are just laying there. We travel. I, I honest to God feel like that. So, um, that's definitely a good way. If you are bothered by your recurring dreams, definitely write them down, keep track of them, video record them. Maybe you go do a vlog, you know? or voice record, however you need to do it, just get it done. Another way is to establish a consistent sleep schedule. So every day, you know, get yourself on a regular schedule and all these can be incorporated. Okay. So it's not going to just be pick one. Maybe you should definitely record your dreams, um, establish a consistent sleep schedule. If you know that you have to wake up every morning around seven o'clock, make sure that you're at least in bed by 10 so you can get an adequate amount of sleep. You know, because maybe if you're if you're tired when you have sleep deprivation, because recurring dreams can also happen when you're oh, sorry, that's nightmares. Nightmares can happen when you you're not getting enough sleep. And then if you're stressed on top of not getting enough sleep, you can fuck around and have recurring nightmares. And I'm not I'm not trying to have that happen to you, babies. OK, so you're going to also prep your space for comfort that matters very much. Um, that should be anytime, like for anything. So when you go to bed, make sure, I know that there's people in the world, cause I used to be that one where you will go to sleep with a pile of clothes on your bed or a pile of papers. And you're just, you just sleep in that one little tiny spot on your bed and you share the rest of your bed with everything that doesn't need to be on your fucking bed, baby, clear your shit off. Okay. Make sure that when you are asleep, you are as, as comfortable as you can possibly be. I mean, you deserve it. Our sleep is the one time during the day when we are absolutely relaxed and it's really important for our environment to be, you know, our surroundings to be just the same way. So, and last but not least, you unwind before bed. Maybe you can, you know, take a warm bath, take a nice warm bubble bath, or maybe you have some herbs and, you know, stuff that you want to put in your bath. Take 
a little candlelit bath, do a nice meditation, even exercising before bed. I know some people, it actually gets them hyped and they can't go to sleep. My mom is one of those. Um, but as far as myself, I can work out and be like, woo, I am ready for a bizzed. Oh my goodness. So, you know, do something that's a little meditative, something that just helps you to unwind. Incorporate all of those together and you should kind of, it should help reduce the amount of recurring dreams that you have. And if not, then if that doesn't work, then that just means that you need to like, come to terms with some shit that you've got going on in your head, which is cool because we all need to do it. So um, just try all those. <laughs> do your own fucking research about dreams. Um, get some dream books. I have a couple of them, actually. I don't know where they're at, but I have some dream books. They're very vague, but they're, they break down so good into like different fucking scenarios like dreaming about bugs with this or dreaming about being shot with that i don't know but they're great get you some dream books um and kind of help decipher what the fuck is going on in your subconscious mind while you're asleep okay so that is the conclusion of today's episode um i will be, i will be back la 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 with another episode about dreams with the part two. Um, I am really, really open to hearing any suggestions, thoughts, comments, concerns. Um, you can definitely look us up on um, Instagram, Hello Moon Child Podcast. Or if you want to go ahead and email me, maybe you have a story that you want to tell or just have um, any suggestions or you want to share something about your, your, your witchy journey or your spirituality journey. Maybe you're not a fucking witch. Maybe you just, you know, maybe you're just on the journey to, with your spiritualness. Like, sorry, my throat chakra is clogged, which reminds me, um, meditation. It's really fucking important guys. Really fucking important. Anyways, I just, kind of squirreled. So yeah, um, you can also email at hello moonchild podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear you guys' stories, any suggestions, any, if y'all did a spell and it backfired on your ass, I would love to hear that shit too, because it's like, mm, welcome to my life, which welcome to my life. So that was the episode. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, I will see you guys later. Ciao. Oh, also, Full moon coming up, March 18th. Prepare yourselves. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Bye.